everybody. Welcome to BO Boys for Monday, May 3rd. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And Pat, we are face-to-face. We are in the same place because, well, I am fully vaxxed and waxed. And you are vaxxed with one X, Mm -hmm. waiting the second X, and awaiting the waxing. Awaiting the waxing. But... That is, I mean, listen, it's close enough. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I am, I can't get anything because I'm vax and wax. So I'm invincible. You're close to invincible, mm-hmm. and I think that that's enough to be in the same room. Finally, we're all six feet apart. We are. Si- oh my God, Cuomo. Yeah, yeah. We're well, gonna we'll talk. To we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about. I was about to call him Mayor Cuomo. If only I could demote him, but mm-hmm. governor of New York Cuomo has some new regulations for the reopening of theaters in New York. We're going to get to that. And guys, we might even cut the shit a little later in this episode. So get ready for that. I will most definitely cut the shit. Yeah. But first we're going to plow. Got to plow. Before we cut, we got to plow. So you're going to take us through the top five for this past weekend. And I'm not going to jump in. I'm not going to. Say, oh my God, I can't believe that number and give my analysis. I'm going to let you plow. So we had a battle over the weekend. Okay. Between two films, same films that were battling last weekend. Number one, though, that took over for Mortal Kombat at number one, Demon Slayer the movie, made $6.4 million, a drop of... 72%. 72%. I'm not going to jump in. For a total gross of $34 million in its second weekend. Number two, Mortal Kombat made $6.2 million, dropped 73% for a running cum of 30 Four million dollars in its second weekend. Number three, we have Godzilla holding at three. Godzilla versus Kong made two point eight million, a drop of thirty four percent, and then that's at ninety. So we're gonna do a clap for a hundred, right? And we have to. We gotta do a clap for a hundred. Number four, new separation, the horror film made one point eight, and it's in its first weekend, so. That's where it stands, 1.8. Not a lot of theaters, though. 1,700 theaters, so a very small theater count. Number five, Raya the Last Dragon made $1.3 million, down only 21%. And its running cum after nine weekends is $41.6 million. So Okay, so you plowed. I plowed. And now it's time to get loud. Yes. So... Huge drops. Huge drops. That's the story. I mean, uh, looking at box office Twitter over the weekend, our good buddy Jeff over at Exhibitor Relations Co., he was the first one I saw talking about the huge drops. He feels that that's just the situation we're in and it's still in the pandemic box office that you're going to see these huge drops. I mean, there is something too, though, these are, you know, Mortal Kombat and Demon Slayer are not 
gigantic IP movies. This is not a Marvel movie having a 73% drop. It is a Mortal Kombat movie, which, you know, we talked about last week that the slackers beat the trackers, Mm -hmm. that the tracking for Mortal Kombat's opening weekend was lower than what it opened to. We attributed it correctly, of course, to... Gen X coming out in a big way. No, the so, tracking tracking was lower. Lower than the than the actual, than the actual number. Yeah, 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 yeah. The slackers beat the trackers. Okay, yeah. And we gave Gen X a lot of credit. Now, this is where me and you have to look inward, and we have to take a hard look at Gen X not coming out in the second weekend. And it seems like opening weekend was the best Gen X was able to do. And then they went back to playing their music in the garage, playing video games, you know, just not having jobs, doing what Gen X is meant to do. The other thing to think of is, you know, Gen X is getting old and the people who went last week, those were the able-bodied Gen Xers. Those were the live Gen Xers. We don't know the state of the Gen X generation. You know, are they less physically able to go see movies than we thought? Yeah. I, we just might not be a very healthy generation. I think you're reading a lot of articles about the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Right. And, and it's been happening throughout all the pandemic. But then now with theaters reopening and these bigger movies coming out and we're seeing drops and we're not seeing large box office takes and everything is pointing towards, well... It's streaming. It's this day and date, HBO Max, and mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. all this and that, and theaters aren't going to be able to survive that way. And all of it, you got to, like you said, with Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat was going to have this drop. Right. It was going to have this drop. Right. Because it's a video game movie. Yes. And these yes. people who see these video game movies, they go the weekend of... And then they don't go back. And no one else could go. I think that is the other thing about a movie like Mortal Kombat is I went to see it opening weekend with a fellow Gen Xer, a fellow kid of the Mortal Kombat age. Uh, You know, we played Mortal Kombat as kids and we saw this movie and we were able to understand what was happening. Mortal Kombat is a movie that a normal human being would not be able to understand Mm -hmm. if they saw it. So there isn't an audience that could go to see this in a second weekend. It is an indecipherable plot. Yes. It is a plot that is only meant for a handful of people who remember what happened in this video game. Past that, you can't watch this movie. Well, also because, so I did a little bit of research into the video games because video games are a blind spot for me. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking at these video games and... They're up to number 11, Mortal okay. Kombat 11. And there is a whole kind of world and plot there that wasn't there when we were kids. Mm-hmm. The fact that there wasn't a tournament in this movie makes complete sense with the new iterations of Mortal Kombat. Okay. Because they have a whole mythology now that they didn't have when we were kids. See, that's, so that's this something is like for the I hardcores. didn't even fully understand the movie. And that's the thing. It's for the hardcores, and the hardcores got their fill. Everybody's saying, well, but then, instead of going back to the theater, they're watching on HBO Max. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. just not going back because they saw it once, and that's enough. And there's enough content... 
that you don't need to go back and see something twice. Right. It is going to be a rare movie now. Like, it's got to be a Marvel movie, an Endgame, something that has Easter eggs. Right. That is going to be, oh, I didn't see that, and this TV show's coming out on Disney+, Plus, so right. I have to go back to the theater to see this part of this thing. Right. Those are the movies that are going to get repeat viewings, but right. most movies are not going to get repeat viewings right. like 97 with Titanic or Star Wars back in the 70s or Jaws back in the 70s. It's a different world now. So being available in HBO Max, I keep beating this drum. And even before we started recording, I was beating this drum. You and were. I'm going to beat this drum until everybody hears me. Theater goers and people who stay home and stream are different animals. They're not the same thing. If you think there's some undiscovered stream of theater goers who don't know that they can go back to theaters or just aren't going back to theaters because they can watch it on HBO Max, they don't exist. Mm -hmm. Because if you are a theater goer, you will go to the theater. Pat, what did you do last weekend? I went to the theater. What did you do the weekend before that? I went that? to the theater. What did you do before that? Went to the theater. Why didn't you go before that? Because I wasn't vaccinated yet. There we go. You're the a theater The second guy. I was vax and wax. I went to the theater because I am a theater goer. And you and know I, why? I have, of the movies I have seen in the theater, now that I think about it, all of them were available either day and date on a streamer or available on PVOD within a few days after when I saw it. Mm -hmm. So I had the option to watch at home. Two of those movies to watch at home for free. And I chose to go to the theater because I'm a theater goer. But then there's you're right. There are streamers out there who would have to be dragged kicking and screaming to go to a theater. And maybe once a year they'll go, like you said, for an Endgame or for their favorite, you know, French director has their one movie a year that's, you know, a, a, a lesbian romance or whatever that person is into. They'll go once a year for that. But otherwise, they're going to watch everything on streaming because they are streamers. Now, the repeat business thing, I mean, we all know Mortal Kombat was not going to be Titanic. Mm -mm. It was not going to be a movie anyone goes see more than once because, hey, it's not a good movie. And I say that as someone who loved seeing the movie. I enjoyed it, but it's a very bad movie. And it's a movie that is impenetrable to more than a handful of people. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't going to get repeat viewings. But... It is something to think about for these movies going forward. If they need repeat viewings, they're going to have to build in reasons why you have to see it a second time. And that might be weekend two, we've added three more minutes. Weekend yep. four, we've added three minutes on top of that three minutes. Yeah. You know, weekend five, guess what? This one actually has the ending. Yes. Yes. You know, that's the only way to repeat. A Titanic situation now in an age when there's so many entertainment options, there's everyone's got a giant TV the size of their wall, you're going to have to hold back content to get people to watch it the following weekend I, in I a theater. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because no. the, the hardcore fans of a film are going to go the first weekend. Mm -hmm. They're just going to. Now, they have to. It's a sickness. I, I do want to amend one thing I said is like, you know, I was saying there's not this untapped resource of people who aren't going to the theater. Right now, because of the waves of vaccination, right. myself, who is almost is vaxxed with one X, the waxing is eminent. Mm -hmm. I am not going to the theater because I want to make sure I'm fully vaccinated when I go to the theater, right? right. So at the end of May, I will be a theater goer again. Yes. And I did watch. 
movies on HBO Max. I watched Mortal Kombat. I tried to watch Kong versus Godzilla. But I'm a streamer for now, but I'm a theater go at heart. Right. So once I'm able to go to the theater, I'm not going to do Disney uh, premium access for Black Widow. I'm going to go to the theater, huh? You're not going to do HBO Max day and date and watch it at home? Huh? No. So that's the thing. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, there's definitely an untapped population of theater goers, but it's like, think of them as they are currently trapped in a cave. Mm-hmm. And the vaccination, the vaccine and waxing, that's what lets them out of their cave to go into the theaters. But some of the people in that cave are going to get let out of the cave and they're just going to go right back to their couch and watch everything on a streamer. True. So, But but right now you still have a lot of people trapped in this cave. Mm-hmm. And some of them are going to go to their couch and a lot of them are going to go to the movie theater. But those people are going to go that way no matter what. And and, and the, the, the movie industry, it drives me nuts because so a huge, a huge thing with them is piracy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they don't want to put things out day and date because it'll just be a premium rip that people can take Mm -hmm. and then put all over the internet. But the thing with, if you go back to the music industry where streaming became the thing, Mm -hmm. people don't steal music anymore because they can find it on Spotify. If you download an album illegally, it's because it's completely out of print and you can't find it anywhere. And nobody's caring that you do that because it just isn't being printed. But Spotify and streaming places like that have almost completely destroyed the piracy industry in music. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do is just make your movies so accessible that downloading a torrent is more work than going to a streamer and watching the movie. Now, people are going to say, well, that's just devaluing the art form for piraters. And it's like, no. It's just making your industry viable in the world we live in. Right. It's just the facts. And you got to fight the pirates. You can't let pirates win in any form. And the thing is, those people who are torrenting don't care about your product as much as the people who go to the theater to see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, you need to cater to the people who care and people, not the people who don't care, but still, it will nip it in the bud. I do believe it will mm-hmm. nip it in the bud. They just don't want to do it. But take it from the music industry. I know, and the thing is, music industry took a big hit money-wise, mm-hmm. but it's coming. It's coming. You've got to just understand that it's coming. But what you can do is what HBO Max is doing and take control of it and be like, we're going to build up subscribers by doing this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. HBO Max is going to get strong because it's going to have all these great movies. So looking at this top five, Demon Slayer did flip-flop with Mortal Kombat and get to first place. But I mean, just that's barely. A, but, I mean, I think that's surprising to both of us. I mean, I'm more surprised that Demon Slayer got to one than I am at how much Mortal Kombat dropped. Well, because just to give you some context, reading this Deadline article, looking at some of these drops for these video game movies, Sonic did not have a huge drop, but that is because... It was a great movie, it's accessible a great movie, to all. accessible to all. Jim Carrey should have been up for an Oscar this year for Sporting Actor. So, Weekend 2, Doom, mm-hmm. The Rock Vehicle, before The Rock was The Rock... Down 73%. Exactly the same as this Mortal Kombat drop. 2001's Tomb Raider plummeted 59%. 
So even the original Mortal Kombat went down 56%. Okay. And so these kind of films, they just drop. Now, talking about Demon Slayer, another anime movie, they're talking about Dragon Ball Super Broly, which came out um, MLK Day, MLK Weekend a few years ago. I remember this. Dropped 69%. So... It made $22.3 million in six days, and then its domestic growth stalled at 30.7. Wow. So we're going to see the people who saw this movie this weekend and then the weekend before, that's going to be it for right. I mean, Demon these are Slayer. two genres, anime and video game adaptations, that there's always going to be a ceiling to the fan base. They're not accessible to the public. Right. At the moment. Right. There's, a, there's so much mythology. There's, uh, yeah, there's so much to read or to play before you could understand these. I mean, I didn't see the Demon Slayer movie, but again, Mortal Kombat was hard for me to understand as someone who played this game for like three years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I when I saw this in the theater, myself and my friend who I saw it with, the thing we both said was, could you imagine if we had had our wives go to this movie and they have never played Mortal Kombat? They have no idea what this is. They would have lost their minds watching this. They would have got up. And if we had, you know, uh, somehow like coerced them to stay and watch this, they would have lost their minds watching this movie. A not, clockwork not, orange situation. Yes. Yes. And it's not even just a light like, clockwork oranging. A light clockwork oranging. I mean, I don't know if we would have did the, the eye thing. The eye thing is, is a lot. Mm-hmm. But just like asking them, come on, just stay, just stay, just stay. Just yeah, watch yeah. this. They would have, at the end of this movie, just been ranting and raving. What is this? What did I just see? I feel like I feel like a crazy person. I need to get outside. I need to get some air. Just like spinning around not knowing what is going on that would have been the experience of just two normal people who never play mortal Kombat seeing this mortal Kombat movie it's hard to build a second weekend audience off of that kind of response exactly yeah you know because there listen there is definitely a group of people who are going to want to go to something and be thoroughly confused and to feel like they've lost their minds after it. That's a fun experience for some people, but not for a mass audience. There's a limit to the amount of people that want to go to something, not be able to understand it, feel like they are watching some kind of like fever dream and that they are coming down with the sweats and possibly being sick during it. Not many people want that experience. And something we didn't mention last weekend, Mm -hmm. Demon Slayer is a foreign language film. Interesting. It's not even dubbed into English. Okay. It is subtitles. Right, right, And it right. was the biggest foreign language opening ever. Wow. That's... Im- so this movie is actually historic then. It is, but... Because we're just- looking at a movie that did something that, like, Life is Beautiful couldn't do. Let me just In make terms sure. of its box office gross. Let me... Vamp, because I... I mean... I just the want thing to make sure is, that that's correct. I don't know what would be harder to understand. Mortal Kombat, the movie, which was in English, 
without subtitles, just an English language movie, or if I were to go see Demon Slayer and Demon Slayer didn't have subtitles, where it was just a foreign language being spoken the whole time, I can't imagine something being harder to understand than Mortal Kombat. I feel like Demon Slayer in a foreign language with no subtitles is probably on par with trying to understand the plot of Mortal Kombat. Yes. So it says 21.1 million broke the... This is from a website that... Okay. Broke the country's box office record for biggest foreign language debut. Now, I'm wondering if that is the biggest foreign... Let's see... Well, you know what? Let's... No, no, it's a breaks record for biggest U.S. opening for a foreign language film. Wow, and it's rated R. Wow, <laughs> but but that's so. What Demon Slayer is doing is unprecedented, and it's still the tail end, but it's still in a pandemic. So this is the highest grossing foreign language film in the United States, and it's R rated, and we're still officially in a pandemic box office. But it's gonna. It will probably cap out at under forty. Right, right. And but the opening the is unprecedented. The opening is unprecedented, but that just means that there is that base. Yes. And the base moves at a you know in unison. Right, right, right. But it's not accessible like we. Keep it's, saying. Not it's just not acce- past accessible the past the first weekend, and you have to understand that you're gonna get you're gonna grab that cash when you can and that's okay that's the other thing theaters have to realize mm-hmm. that's okay mm-hmm. if you have a movie that will over index mm-hmm. for one weekend Bafa Bobo first weekend do okay second weekend flatline third weekend guess how many weekends that should be in theaters three weekends three weekends and He's then where should up it three go fingers. where should it go it should go to a streamer. It should go to it a streamer. It should go not in the theater anymore. Because mm-hmm. then... Make way for something else. Make way for ideally a new movie, a new blockbuster, or just start showing Jurassic Park. Yes. Because we saw over the summer when there were no new movies and they were putting out all of the catalog films, Jurassic Park was cleaning up. I feel like every six months people are going to want Jurassic Park again. So a movie like Mortal Kombat... After two or three weekends, take it out and throw Jurassic Park on those screens until then uh, something big is ready. And and it's it's one of those things. These the if these film companies really are invested in theaters surviving, mm-hmm. they got to cut the their amount of money they get for these catalog films. Yes, yes. And they need to start just. Programming. We we've said this before. Yes. We need the Billy Bean, the Billy Bean of yep. theatrical film. Yep. Like I guess what? Theatrical. It could be Billy Bean himself. It I'm could sure be Billy he Bean. could figure it out from movie distribution. But he's just a stats guy. It doesn't really matter what the stats are measuring. Hire him for Regal, mm-hmm. and have him hire his guys. And it's just about putting the asses in the seats. And it's not, it doesn't have to be the same movie. Right. It can right. be in different areas, different movies over index and can play forever. Right. This is the research you have to do if you want to survive. Right. And, and this is what we need. We need that. We need not money ball, popcorn ball. Right. 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 Find the movies that make sense in a certain area. I mean, listen, right now we're broadcasting from Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. And... As a son of Brooklyn, I could tell you this. Throw Goodfellas into a local Brooklyn movie yes. theater and just let it run all year. Yeah. 
Because you know what? Every weekend, it's going to make you money. Yes. You know what You know what? Goodfellas are going to say every weekend at the box office? Fuck you, pay me. Mm-hmm. Every weekend, if you put it in Brooklyn, you put it in the stacks, you put it in the Plain Billy areas, they might not be so into these, you know, and I'm allowed to say it, these grease balls. I could say it. You can't say it. But I could say it. they might not like these grease balls. But here in Brooklyn, throw Goodfellas on a movie theater screen and we're going to lap it up. But that's a popular. Here's the thing. It's popular. But do it na- nationwide for one weekend. Yeah. One weekend a month maybe. Yeah. I bet you get because that's. It's on cable all the time, but people who are walking by a theater, I never saw that in the big screen. I'm going to walk in and buy that. I'm going to walk in and pay down my money. Right. Fuck it. Pay them. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to see Goodfellas on screen. Do the right thing. Right. That's a film that would play in Brooklyn. Yes. 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 I would go, as soon as I get vaccinated, if I'm in the city and I saw Do the Right Thing playing at noon... On a Tuesday, mm-hmm. I'm seeing do the right thing. Yes. I'm doing the right thing. Yes. Which is going to see the film. Yes. Yes. In that instance, that is what doing the right thing is. Yes. In the movie, it's more up in the air. We do, He never states what the right thing is in the movie, but seeing that movie in a movie theater on a Tuesday afternoon, Spike Lee would agree that is the right That's thing. That's the right thing. Yeah. So... Which is all to say, yeah, the movie theaters, and we'll be talking about this a lot as theaters start reopening, are going to have to get a lot more creative with their programming. Anything else in the top five that we want to go over? Separation bombed. We were both wrong. It only made uh, 1.8. The horror heads didn't go out. No. The reason why is because I have under good authority that this wasn't even really a horror movie. It was barely a horror movie. They were trying to make it into a horror movie. It was about a divorce. It was like a domestic drama okay, with okay. some horror elements. The horror hounds, the gore heads, they sniffed it out. Right, right, They right, smelled it. Right. Well, that's the thing is they are not going to get fooled because they've got, they've got Fangoria. They've got Bloody Disgusting. They've got places that will let them know the truth. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a separation. It it does. You would think that that there. It's a, not a separation. It's separation. It's separation. You're thinking of a separation, which was a, a that dra- was a drama. It yeah. was a drama. But then this is just another drama. Exactly. And Without the uh, it's not even at the beginning of the uh, of the of the alphabet. So then it's in the middle. Separation. You would think there is a good chance of this being a horror movie because. You could separate the head from the body. You could separate the arms from the body, separate the legs from the body, separate the feet from the legs. There's a lot of possibilities in a movie called Separation for horror elements. But it turns out in the end, it was really just about the separation of this relationship. It should have been called Conscious Uncoupling. Yes. Okay. So good good job. Good job. Last week, we saluted Gen X for going to see Mortal Kombat and make that a big hit. Good job to the horror hounds. And usually I don't ever salute people for not going to a movie. But good job to the horror hounds, the gore hounds, the horror heads for not getting fooled by they, a They're fake not. They movie. don't get fooled. They, the horror heads, yeah. the horror hounds, their noses are wet with blood. Right. They can smell. Right. They know. Right. They know what's a stinker. They right. know when someone's trying to put a, a black shawl over their heads and tell them it's midnight. Right. Right. Good job. Good job out of you guys. I hope you do get 
a horror movie soon because I always want everyone to have something to go to the theater for. Yeah. Number six, Nobody. So Nobody now is, did it make over a million dollars this past weekend? It did. 1.2. Okay. So what is it at? At Cume now, domestic 23.3. Okay, so we're looking at a movie, Nobody, that is going to hit 25. I mean, it's make it'll make another million-ish next weekend. It'll get to 25, but getting to 30 million domestic seems unlikely. I don't think it's going to happen. But the thing with this is that I, I, I believe it's doing Bafa Streamo. Okay. I do think... It's one of those things. I think it's a liked movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very good movie for what it is. It could go that that John Wick trajectory. Mm-hmm. Of remember, John Wick one was a sleeper hit. It only made forty two million at the domestic box office, and the John third Wick- one opened to more than the the that first movie made in its whole run. Yeah. So there is a possibility for this to get a sequel. I think there will be a sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's one of those things. Is it a movie that is gonna go to a streamer? Is it a movie that's gonna get in the theaters for three weeks and then go to a streamer? That's right. the thing. Like right. The sequel. So we'll see. Right. We'll see how that shakes it, out. It didn't break out at the biggest end that we were hoping for. You know, like mm-hmm. nobody we were hoping is a movie that ended up at over forty million domestic, but. That was, I guess, in retro. It it opened still too early into the Vax and Wax yeah. uh, uh, schedule. You know, like at the point when nobody opened, significantly less people were Vax and Wax. And it opened at number one and then it held well after Godzilla and mm-hmm. Kong mm-hmm. had their rampage. So... I do think I do think we see a bright future for Bob in the in the movies and probably as this character again. Yeah. Yeah. Another interesting thing at number 8, Scott Pilgrim versus the World re-release. Wow. This is the kind of stuff they should be doing. Yes. Because look at this. It didn't make a million, mm-hmm. but made 729,000 in 152 theaters. Per theater average $4,800, right? So something like that, you put that movie in, it's a cult movie, people love it. You right. put it in 500 some theaters, you get that money, that's good. You get Michael Sarah on a couple of podcasts talking about how you could go see it or or People he, are excited for that kind of stuff. Right. This right. this didn't do well in the theaters, but it can play once a year, once every 5 years. Right. Right. There's so many movies like this where people will come out and see it. Right, right. And you just have to have your you just have to have your head in the spreadsheet and be ready to act quickly. Yes. You know, like what what is what is an old movie that is trending on Twitter? Yes. What is what is a movie that everyone's watching on Netflix now? Or, you know, sometimes you see those those random things where uh, you know, some some old Jennifer Aniston movie is like number one on Netflix. Then throw that in the theater and just have the campaign be like, all right, bigger screen. Yeah, her face is bigger. Her face is bigger in this room, which is basically what a movie is. Her face is bigger in this room. You know what is a great example of this? The Empty Man. Okay. The Empty Man is a movie that was getting a lot of online buzz mm-hmm. because horror heads were finding it mm-hmm. 
It was much maligned when it came into the theaters. We even had, go back and listen to one of our episodes, you can find it, because the headline of our episode, the title of our episode, is The Empty Man Opens in Empty Theaters. Mm -hmm. Good title. Great title. Yeah. But we dismissed it. Yes. It got a lot of of buzz. But here's the thing. That was like a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. These things cycle really fast. As soon as those tweets come out, the Ringer article drops. Mm -hmm. They're talking about it on the big picture. You know what you do? You put that in theaters. Yes. You put it in theaters. And then you see, okay, you're going to get these people who are hearing it. They're walking down the street uh, listening to the big picture. And they're talking about the empty man, the empty man. They walk by their AMC. Look what's playing. Empty empty man. man. Oh, I'm going to buy tickets for that. Yep. That's what you have to do, yeah, but yeah. they're too lazy to do it. They yeah. don't want to be in, they don't want to be tapped in. Yeah. Yeah, you got to act quickly. All right, so anything else in this in this box office top 10 before we start getting We haven't even gotten to the big story of the week, which uh, I mean, we've got to get to this story. Well, last last one, and last this is thing very in the important. Top 10. The War with Grandpa. Okay. Still kicking it in theaters. Wow. Made $10,000. In the theaters last weekend, it's in 150 theaters, and it's now old enough to drink because it is at $21 million. Wow. So Grandpa is legally able to drink. So congratulations, Grandpa. So here is something on that movie. Right now, it's not playing. <laughs> Ooh, raw we're, feed. Fuck it. We're leaving it in. They loved it. War with Grandpa, as far as I could tell, is not playing anywhere in New York. I can't find it playing in New York. Me and you, of course, we've already seen this movie. We ordered on PVOD. Back. I read the book. You read the book. Great episode on it. I think we put it out either late December or early January, probably late December, right around Christmas time, a little present under the tree. Mm-hmm. And so we've seen this. If The War with Grandpa was playing in a New York theater, especially in AMC, since we have the AMC A-list and basically going to see AMC movies are free for us. Mm-hmm. I would go see this in a movie theater yeah, because that is such a special movie for both the show and for the history of box office. So if War with Grandpa ends up coming back out in a New York City AMC, I think the B.O. boys have to go see it. We have to pay homage. Maybe we don't even sit through the whole movie, who knows, but we've got to at least... Pay our respects yeah. to the war with Grandpa. We go in and we clap. Yes, 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 yes. So we'll keep an eye on that. Listeners, you know, if we forget to keep an eye on it and you notice that the war with Grandpa is open in New York City Theater, send us an email to boboyspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us, hey, B.O. Boys, remember you said you would go see this. Well, it's playing at, I don't know, AMC Times Square. Next week at uh, 1230, you should go see it. And then maybe we'll go. So that's a promise to you guys. But you have to email us at thebobboyspodcast at gmail.com. So, Clayton, do we have some big news to talk about? Oh, my God. So you teased it. Well, I teased it because, you know, I'm from New York. Local boy made good. But a local boy who is not making so good, of course, is Governor Cuomo of New York. Listen, let's just say right now, guys got sex scandals up the wazoo, killed a bunch of old people. Supposedly, I have to say that. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, I'll Come put on. a supposedly on there. I don't want to get sued, but supposedly killed a bunch of old no, people. No, you can't say it like that. Su- supposedly, 
what am I not saying? You can't just say supposedly in front of something like that. And it, it, it doesn't hold up if it's, you can't okay. say that. Re- reports have said. We all, everybody knows what you're talking about. Let's just get to he what. He killed old people. No, we just got to get to what. <laughs> you just added something. Reports have said he covered it up. <laughs> no, no. It, what report? This is, okay, this is insane. We need to get to why we the B.O. Yes, yes. We, here's the thing. We're not getting political. We're not, we're not getting political. We're getting just box office, and it's time to take him to task on on how he's handling the reopening of the box office. So would it? No, we're going to cut the shit. Say, we're going to cut the shit. We've got to cut the shit. This is a cut the shit moment. But first, let's talk about the shit that we got to cut. All right. So currently, New York City theaters are at thirty three percent capacity. Okay. Right. Now that is going to be lifted completely. No capacity. Limit mm-hmm. as of May nineteenth. I mean, that that sounds like it is makes sense because people are getting vaxxed and waxed, and so once you're vaxxed, you can't pass things on. So that makes sense. He's opening. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't need to cut the shit with Cuomo. But Pat. Oh, but there's a butt. There is a big butt. Okay. There is a six foot wide butt because six feet. Distance is still has to be enforced, so okay. you still need to be six feet apart. Okay, so even though it is going to be a hundred percent capacity, now okay. we all know. Okay, the reason why there are seats blocked off mm. is because well, the capacity thing, but also the six feet apart thing. Movie theater chairs are not six feet apart. No, they are not. They're like a foot, probably. So how foot and a half, maybe. Are you going to have full capacity if you still need to be six feet apart? Okay, so And Cuomo has not figured if I guess he doesn't know, he's not paying attention when he says these things, or he's gonna say, figure it out. I think he's gonna say figure it out. Because then if he's saying you could have 100% capacity, but everyone's going to be seated six feet apart, for that to make sense in his mind, then he must be thinking, oh, yeah, theater seats have six feet of distance between seats. I mean, has he been to a movie theater or he's just thinking, you know what, in my home theater, my giant leather recliner is six feet away from my wife's leather recliner and from, I don't know, my brother-in-law's leather recliner. I don't know who's got leather recliners in Governor Cuomo's uh, home theater. But well, I'm imagining wife, a bunch Chris. Of, Chris Cuomo's probably got one. You're yeah. right. And I don't know, an empty one for his dad. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's got four to five leather recliners. All right, his. All right, Pete. Yeah, Listen. Uh, I think I think former Governor Mario Cuomo would have handled this a lot better than his his son. Rest in pasta. You can say that, right? I, I could say, say you cannot say okay. rest in pasta. I am Italian American. I could say Mario Cuomo, R.I.P. Rest in pasta. I could say that. You can't say that. Okay. But I imagine, yeah, in his screening room, his home theater, he keeps his big brown leather recliners six feet apart. But he probably 
is not a he's not a man of the box office. He's not a, a a person who's going to see movies with the people. He doesn't realize movie theater seats are not six feet apart, so you mm-hmm. cannot have a hundred percent capacity. Here's something I want to read you from our box office insider. Deep Popcorn sent me a text about. Oh, this. great! This is great. This is great. So when I told him that we would be covering the Cuomo capacity story, and he he asked me, he goes. Are you gonna Are you gonna get top bottom? I said we're gonna cut the shit. Oh, we're gonna I let him shit. know that we were gonna cut the shit. He okay. was, he's he was very excited about that. Good because he knows he's he's deep in Hollywood. He's deep popcorn. He knows that there's not a lot of voices cutting the shit out there with this story. So he's he was glad that we're going to. And this is what he told us. He said, also wanted to let you know that also face coverings will no longer be required. As long as you're wearing a mask. So that is what Deep Popcorn said. Obviously, that was him being sarcastic. Okay, 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 yeah. But that is the the perfect way to summarize what Cuomo's edict was in that you could do this as long as you do something that makes that impossible. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an that's a good onion headline. That it's a he great should, onion podcast. He should sub, submit to the onion. Yeah. Definitely. He's too busy. He's deep into the inner workings of Hollywood. He has no time to just freelance submit jokey, you know, headlines. Mm-hmm. To, but he did have the time to send it to me because he wanted that to get out. He needed. Yeah, he, he wanted it to get out right away. And that is the thing with this edict. Listen, we have been saying this all year. We are. Listen to the scientists. We've been obviously done everything that you're supposed to do all year. And we never advocate for people doing anything dangerous. So that's not what we're doing here. But Cuomo's reopening edict, all it does is cause mass confusion. Mm -hmm. And he just, you have this business that is, that this movie theater business that, that is struggling, trying to find its way out of the darkness. And he basically just came out on stage and just said something thoroughly confusing. He basically, his edict is the equivalent of someone who's never played Mortal Kombat before trying to watch the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. You do not understand what you're looking at. You don't know what to make of it. And the thing is, Mortal Kombat is just something that either you watch it and either you like it or you don't like it. But it is not an edict that will affect an entire industry. Mm -hmm. That is what Cuomo's doing. He's going out there and giving you Mortal Kombat script level confusion and then you have to try and create policy around it well the issue with cuomo, cut the shit cuomo yeah cut the shit the issue with cuomo this whole time has been theaters have been an afterthought for him yes they, they've never been at the front of his mind a lot of times and I, I mean the same thing with with um mayor uh galoot the, what's the big galoot what's his oh, name oh de blasio de blasio the big boy yeah Eight he, feet tall. He is eight feet. Yeah. He's eight feet if he's an inch. But his feet, size three. Yeah. Tiny right. feet. Yeah. He know. uses fillers. Yeah. So here's the thing. They are always say He's saying, like on stilts. They always talk about theaters. Mm-hmm. But half the time they're talking about Broadway. Yes. And they have to say, wait, the theater industry has to say, wait, are you talking about Broadway or are you talking about us? Right. And then you know what Cuomo says? You figure it out. You figure it out. 
That's his big thing. You figure it out. And so the thing with that is that you need to make movies a priority. Mm -hmm. Because, yes, Broadway is a huge industry. But also, when you look at the... You, when you look at outside of LA, New York has the most theaters mm-hmm. and has the highest grossing theaters yes, when it comes course. to movie theaters. Yes. yes, I'm talking about movie theaters. Yes. Okay, Cuomo and de Blasio. So you have to understand that theatrical is important to this city. And movie it's, theatrical, not movie theater, theatrical. Not Broadway theatrical. Not Broadway theatrical. So... You have to understand when when an industry is important to your city and also important to that industry, like those theaters are important to Hollywood, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And he doesn't. Right. He doesn't understand that and he hasn't. Right. So, And and again, it is the the confusion factor here that is making us cut the shit because mm -hmm. if, if the... CDC and the science community and the, 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 the health community uh, experts were saying we still need these capacity limits in movie theaters because of transmission and the, you know, where we're at with vaccination. Then, you know what? You could have that argument. I'm not saying you have to have 100% capacity at these movie theaters, but what he said today makes no sense mm-hmm. and it makes things harder for everyone and you got these poor movie theater employees oh. who are out there ready all year been on the front line since movie theaters open and they are out there trying to make a show of cleaning at these theaters that takes up so they're much taking time. temperatures mm-hmm. you got movie theater teenagers and again movie theater employee teenagers who are out there taking temperatures making popcorn making a show of cleaning Trying to do all the things that you have to do at a theater now. Scraping gum off the ground. They're still scraping gum off. The gum never stopped mm-hmm. with the pandemic. The The people are still going in there chewing. Even if they got a mask over it, they're taking the mask off. They're taking the gum out and they're putting it under the seat. So mm-hmm. you have these movie theater employees who are still scraping gum, making popcorn, handing out juji fruits. They're still pouring soda and they're making a show of cleaning. All that stuff. And then... Cuomo looks at them and says, you could have 100% capacity as long as everyone's sitting six feet apart. What are you doing to these poor kids? It's like Catch-22. This is like out of Catch-22. Yes. 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 It's it's a joke. And these these kids working are like Yosarian. Yeah. Where it's like, you got to like fly, but you you can't be crazy if you fly. And if you fly, you're crazy. That whole thing. That whole thing. We all know it off by heart. We know what a catch 22 is when we see it. Exactly. And this is a catch 22. Yeah. And they got to, they got to be, they got to be, again, it's as if they had never played Mortal Kombat in their lives and they just sat through a Mortal Kombat movie. Except instead of the screenwriter of Mortal Kombat, it is the guy running the biggest state in the country, I assume, or at least the best. I mean, it's New York, so it's, it's the most important. Now, and you got him talking at the level of a Mortal Kombat screenwriter. So, so what do we do about this? What's actionable for us? So I'm thinking about this. And again, not to, we're not getting political, so we ain't saying go donate to a campaign. Of course not. Of course not, not huh? Huh. You know who you're talking to. The BO. You place. know who's talking to you. Right. So I'm going to give Cuomo the benefit of the doubt. Okay. 
on this, only on this. I'm not talking about anything else. I'm talking about this subject. Okay. My thought is... Not the old age home stuff. No. Right. No, I've made no comment on that whatsoever. Okay. That has only been you. Right. I made no comment. I just said what has been reported. Uh, Yes. Yes. The only thing I said was the thing about his dad, and and I wasn't supposed to say that. You weren't supposed to say it, but I could say R.A.P. Russ and Pasta. Yes. I am allowed to say that. So, maybe... Mm-hmm. Cuomo doesn't know what six feet looks like, actually looks like. Right. right. And again, like we said, his screening room probably has six feet of distance in between his brown leather recliners. So here's, him and Chris Cuomo are sitting six feet apart when they watch, um, I don't know, The Family. Remember that movie with De Niro? Oh, absolutely. Remember The Family. Yeah. Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. 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 So when they when the Cuomo brothers sit down to watch that again, I could say that you can't say that they are six feet apart. I do feel like um, Emma Roberts was in that, right? Or am I wrong? She's in movies like that. Possibly, yes. She was the daughter. Was I she? think I think you're right. She was the daughter. So I say the one OBO boys, mm-hmm. the one OBO girls, the one OBO people. People. Let's do a little crowdfunding. Okay. Here. Let's scrape up some money. Mm-hmm. What we'll do is we'll buy a six-foot Italian sub. Okay. Six-foot Italian sub. We send it to so the governor. So you're talking salami on there. Talking salami. Gabagool. Gabagool. And you're talking mozzarella. Mozzarella. Yeah. Melted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Drizzle of olive oil. A drizzle of olive oil, yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, this is this the sounds good. Six feet. You know, I've been watching my diet, but that's that sounds really great. Exactly. Six feet. No bread. I've been on no bread for a I while. I know. This would be tough for you because yeah. this is all bread. Yeah. It's, it's almost six all Six feet bread. of bread. So you're saying six feet of bread. Thin, thin layer of, of, of sliced deli meat. Right? Yeah. Because it's it's the idea. It's not the sandwich. I mean, yeah, he's not yeah. going to eat it. Or pepperoni. It. There's pepperoni. There's pe- in there. Of course, there's pepperoni. It's yeah. Italian. It's Italian sub. Yeah. We send a six foot Italian sub to the governor's mansion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and say, "Cuomo, this is what six feet look like." Right. Right. P.S. This is not a threat. Right. So you got to put that. This no, is not this a is not threat. A th- this, this is, is a sandwich. not a threat. This, this is, is a, a sandwich. sandwich. It is. It, there's nothing in it other than. Italian sub ingredients. And this it's is edible. A sandwich. Yes. It's but it good. also represents it might not be that good because delivery of deli meats, I I think it's you know, you're chancing it. I think you should mm-hmm. always eat your deli meats straight out of the deli, buy a sandwich, eat a sandwich. That's yeah. what I always say. But we're delivering the sandwich in the best circumstances you can deliver a deli meat sandwich. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. But it will explain, this is how far six feet is apart. Yes. This is impossible for a full capacity movie theater. Yes. 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 This is not the distance of... Exactly. Full capacity does not mean me sitting here, six foot deli sub next to me, then the next person. That may be what is safe. Maybe that is what... The doctors are still recommending, but that's not 100% capacity. That is just confusing. He might be thinking mm-hmm. six-inch sub. Right. right. Of course you can get full capacity with a six-inch sub, right. Italian sub between chairs, because that's what we currently have. Right, right. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. If 
That is where the confusion lies. Mm -hmm. And if Governor Cuomo is imagining six-inch subs, six-inch like Subway sandwich Italian subs being his unit of measurement rather than six-foot Italian subs, I mean, that starts to make me feel very worried that he's in charge of the state because that is a dangerous mistake to make. Mm -hmm. confusing a six-foot Italian sub with a six-inch Italian sub in your mind. because That's not a mistake he should be making. Other other politicians can make that mistake. mm -hmm. They could confuse one Italian sub of one size for a different Italian sub of a different size. But if you're Governor Cuomo, that should be second nature. That should be a unit of measurement that is totally second nature to you. You cannot be confusing those subs. Yeah. But that, that's what I'm saying is like, but then if he, you know, reaches out to us and he's like, I know what right. a six foot sub, mm-hmm. Italian sub, I know what that size is. Then we'll be like, well, there's no excuse. Then there's no excuse for for this edict. Yeah. There's no excuse. I mean, again, we are always in favor of doing what is what the health experts are saying, but we had to cut the shit today because the confusion here on this edict is a giant problem. And mm-hmm. it's a problem for the theater owners and for the day-to-day theater employees who are just trying to get by and they don't need to have something, this confusion, this confusing to, to add to their workload. So I would say if you're interested in giving money, mm-hmm. To buy this six foot sub, mm-hmm. I couldn't think this would cost more than a hundred dollars or so, right? Yes, it would be. It would be. A, it would probably be. Yeah, I would say it'd be under a hundred dollars. But around, let's say around a hundred, because again, we're getting all the fixins. We're getting the drizzle of olive oil. Yeah, we're getting all three Italian deli meats. We're getting the pepperoni, the salami, the gabagool. Mm-hmm. We're putting it all in there. Maybe some, uh, maybe some spicy onions or something like that. We'll see. What about we'll those, see. uh, like the peppers, the, the peppers, get the some peppers, peppers, get some hot peppers and some sliced olives. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a hundred dollars because, and again, it's, it's so much bread. Mm-hmm. It's so much bread. Yeah. So, so figure a hundred dollars is what we need to get to. So if you're interested in, in helping us, yes, email us. And we'll give you our PayPal. Yes. And we'll figure this It'll out. It'll all go to the sub. So email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. And I promise if we take any money from you on this, it goes towards the six-foot sub that we're sending to Governor Cuomo. Mm-hmm. And it will have like... And we a- will... Here's the thing. We're never going to get to eat any of this sandwich. We're, we're not no. going to get to eat it because it's never even going to come to us. We're going to have to put the governor's uh, government address as a delivery address. Mm -hmm. I'm not having it sent to me. So then I take the sandwich down to the UPS store, the post office to send to him. It's never coming to me. It's never coming to Clayton. Yeah. The B.O. boys will never get a chance to bite into this sandwich. The sandwich is going to be delivered straight from the deli to Governor Cuomo. You know what we should do? We should do an Indiegogo. Okay. Or a GoFundMe. Okay. And where uh, some of these, I think it's the GoFundMe, you can you can have specific 
markers that you hit. Okay. And then the like, there's one that's basic. So if we get the hundred dollars, it's it's a sub. Mm-hmm. It's just a regular sub. Right. But then if we get more people, then we can add toppings. Okay. And we can, and that'll be more expensive. So we'll have the next level, which is like, do we want to add? The peppers. Right. Do we want to add the olives? Right. That's right. going to be another tier right, that we have right, to reach. Right. There will be a sub. Like once, if we get to a hundred, we will have six a sub. Feet. It will and be, it'll always be six again, feet, that, no matter that's what. That's the most important thing for proving this point is the six feet. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so we get that. The toppings are just because. Listen, we all would rather a great sandwich be in existence than a, a poor and, sandwich. And that's the thing. But yeah. as long as we get to 100, we're definitely going to get a sub. Yeah. But we can add extra toppings, really deck this thing right, out. Right. So I think, well, let's look into that. I'm going to look into that for this sub. Perfect. So I'll be working on that. But still, if you do want to give money ahead of time, you go ahead and do that. Email us. Right. So yeah. that's big. I mean, that was the big story. I think we cut the shit in a major way mm-hmm. and this 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 six foot sub is coming yeah i mean and it's going to be loud and it's going to make a huge point yeah so we so we brought out the turd cutters and we cut that shit mm-hmm. now piggybacking on that la okay what's going on with the la theaters so la right now they have their different Colored tiers. Okay. Right. And so I like think this is widespread. Levels. Yes. Okay. So right now, there a lot of them are in orange, but a lot of them are in yellow. So right now, orange is the moderate tier, which is for outdoor uh, existing capacity limits apply. Indoor venues may increase capacity by an additional 50% up to a maximum of 50 for total capacity. So a lot of theaters are at 50%. Okay. Now in the yellow tier, venues may increase capacity by an additional 50% up to the maximum of 75% of the total venue. That It's all gibberish, right? Okay. But there's right now... So, and the tiers are based on, I would guess, how, like the... Te- how much, how, how many much COVID, COVID yeah. tests or how many COVID cases there are in these different areas. Okay, gotcha. So if you're in an area, if your theater's in an area where the... the COVID numbers are starting it at low, you could get your capacity up to 75%. Yeah. So right gotcha. now, you can go up to 75% mm-hmm. if, if I'm getting this right, if everybody is vaccinated. If everyone in the theater is vaccinated. And they can show proof of vaccination. Okay. So here's the thing. I think that's a thing to talk about, and this is going to be something we're going to be talking about for a while, which is all of these businesses and all of these venues where ticketed customers gather together, they're going to ideally want vaccinated people in there because the risk becomes so much lower if everyone's vaccinated. It becomes, I would guess, almost nothing because knock on wood vaccination, being vaccine wax means you can't get it, you can't give it. Mm-hmm. So that is what venues are going to want their audiences to be comprised of, of vaxxed and waxed people. And this is something we'll maybe not finish talking about today, but movie theaters, they're going to want to see these vaccine cards. And the, you know, a 
Is that something people are going to be okay with? Obviously, that's a bigger thing. Yeah. But what is the best way to work vaccine cards into the movie going process? I mean, they're saying that you can bring your card. You can right. have a photo of your card on your phone. Right. You can have all you these. You can have a photo on your phone. Yeah. Okay, that's You have a photo on your phone. So here's something else that's interesting because I'm just reading this. Mm-hmm. So they might have fully vaccinated only second sections. Interesting. And they'd have to be distinct and clearly marked from any other sections. So face coverings will be required, but they don't have to be physically distanced from each other in the fully vaccinated area. Gotcha. They may be seated at full capacity within that section only, so the full the fully vaccinated section. Right. And then in the not there so must then you be at least six feet distance from the fully vaccinated only sections and any other section in the venue. So you're so wow. So you, you're the movie theaters are really going to start to become like these very segmented audiences. You're going to have your vax and waxed, and then you're going to have your 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 unvaxed. So, but here's the rub on this: mm-hmm. where are you putting the fully vaccinated? Are they getting the best seats in the house? Right, right. Are they getting? Because here's the thing: the best seats of the house aren't going to be all in the back. And they aren't going to be all in the front. They're going to be in the middle. Right. Right. And so how do you do that? You can't, you're not going to give them the best seats. If you put them all in front, there's going to be fully vaccinated people with their necks. They're going to be breaking their necks looking up. Right. Right. They're going to be, they're going to be getting injured in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have to split just the theater in half down the middle, like, uh, you know, uh, vertically, I guess, or whatever. And so it's like right side is uh, is unvaxed and left side is vaxxed and waxed. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you're going to have these vaxxed and waxed people could be sitting all the way over to the wall, have to look at the screen on an angle. They're not going to want that. I mean, and then you're just going to, you're going to open the possibility for chaos because you're going to have all the vaxxed and waxed people sitting together. And then the unvaxxed people separate so everyone's going to know who everyone is mm-hmm. and you are just creating all these possibilities for conflict before the movie starts where well, the unvax come in and they look at all the vax and wax sitting next to each other eating their popcorn god knows if the unvax side is even going to be allowed to have popcorn they're going to have to come in you know uh in handcuffs or whatever they're going to have them come in on mm-hmm. and they are just going to be immediately contentious with the vax and wax people and the vax and wax people are going to look at the unvaxed theater goers and they're going to be, you know, how uncouth, whatever, you know, they're going to look at them as troublemakers. Yeah. And you're just going to get these fights and these riots before a, a screening of Black Widow. Well, you know, what could also happen is you're going to have somebody in the vaxxed section mm-hmm. who's going to look down and see in the unvaxxed section, oh, there's Bob from work. Yes. Hmm. I was going to give him that uh, promotion. Right. Now I'm going to lose the paperwork. Right. 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 I mean, it's possible. Right. Right. And Bob from work, probably he's unvaxxed. So he probably took his mask off already because he's eating yeah. his nachos. And Bob isn't a great worker. He's not great. He didn't he really deserve the promotion. Anyway. Yeah. Well, he'd been there long enough. Yeah. That, 
you know, you were going to feel bad for There him. are other reasons why Bob isn't getting it. It's right. not just that, but, but that's not helping. But being being seen in the unvac section of the movie theater is yeah. going to be a problem for him. Exactly. And that's that's true. It's going to be hard to sell tickets to people when you tell them you're going to have to sit in the unvac section, mm-hmm. which is going to be marked very clearly. Yes. Like you're going to be sitting in probably like, They'll probably like paint all those seats red or something. You're gonna be no. You're gonna be sitting in, in like a sanitizer. Pen. Yeah, like a it's tub. gonna be like a pen. Yeah, and you're gonna be sitting like waist deep in sanitizer. Right. Or they might do a thing where they set up squeeze bottles on the ceiling and then they're just spritzing you. Yeah, at timed intervals. They just start squirting Purell onto the heads of the people in the unvac section. Yeah. Yeah, like. There, there's, you're, when you start, when you start separating people at that level and letting them know Mm -hmm. where they could see that I'm different from that other side, you're just opening up all these opportunities for trouble in the movie theater, a place that we want quiet in. Yes. You know, a quiet place. We want, we want a quiet place while we watch a quiet place too. Yes. Yes, and I don't want there to be giant political fights or brawls between unvaxxed and vax and waxed. And then you and get if the you one... separate them clearly, they're going to get to fights and they're going to make noise. And I am going to be pissed if I'm in that theater and you got all these people yelling at each other uh, across the, the aisles. And then you're going to have, uh, what about One Shot Charlie? What about one shot Susie right. who only have the one shot and they're not going to be able to be in the fully vax section. Are they going to have to be with the non-vaxxers? Right. And then they're going to stand up and be like, Hey, I am on my way to be with you guys. So just don't judge me the way you're judging these people. Right. And then those people, or maybe will be like, that's who sits in the middle. Maybe will they is- get the best one shot. Charlie's going to get the best seats in the house. One, one shot Susie. I mean, but that's then- not fair. So then, maybe, I mean, I'm one start. I'm, I'm I'm one shot Charlie right now, but right, but I still don't think that's fair. Right, right, right. I mean, it's 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 going to be tough to separate. I mean, if these theaters are going to have to have uh, some kind of separation between the vax and wax and the unvaxed, the easiest way then is probably to do specific screenings. Yes, Whereas that's like the way. A quiet place two opens. On Friday, there's three screenings at this theater. One screening is for the Vax and Wax. Mm-hmm. One screening is for the Unvaxed and the Max. And then one screening is for the One Shot Charlies. And One Shot Susie's. And the One Shot Susie's. Yeah. And the One Shot People. Mm-hmm. People. Yeah, sorry. And you just separate it that way. So that way, you have the screening and anything goes. So in the Vax and Wax screening... You could put 100% capacity. Put them next yes. to each other. Shoulder to shoulder. No masks. No masks. And and you, the, the screening room is filled with vax and wax. Mm-hmm. And then you have that unvax screening. And it's whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you, or you, you're sitting them six feet apart. You can't do full capacity. And I don't think whatever happens, happens. I no, think not whatever happens, yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, they, they're all in there and they're sitting further apart. You can't do 100% capacity. Mm-hmm. And then the one-shot Charlie screening, 
I think it's just kind of, it's just weird. Yeah. Because no one knows for sure. Mm-hmm. But they're all there. They couldn't wait. They couldn't wait the extra two weeks. They had to go see this movie. Um, and I think then you do it that way is you got to do screenings and you put it on your schedule that the one thirty is a, is a vax and wax screening, but the 4 PM is an unvax screening and the 7 PM is a one shot Charlie screening. And then the 10 o'clock is another vax and wax screening. And, just, and then there's a screening for full on COVID patients. Then there's a screening for COVID patients. Yes. Because you can't neglect them. Yes, that's true. So you have a screening. That might be a tough sell to the theaters to have screenings for people who currently have positive COVID tests mm-hmm. only. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's your midnight show. You know, if these theaters go back to being full time schedules that they're open till three in the morning again and your midnight screening is specifically for po- currently positive COVID patients. Last last screening of the night and then just full scrub down yeah right right well then you okay you also then i think have to have a your staff at that hour they is, have covid too they have covid too because we cannot have these theater staffers being put into the position of of serving only people who are positive who are currently spreading COVID for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think then those staff members also have to have gotten a positive COVID test within the last 24 hours in order to work that midnight shift. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot to sort out there. There really is. But I think the main takeaway is going to be that it will be easier to have separate screenings for vax and wax versus unvaxed rather than mixed screenings mm-hmm. and separating them spatially within the screening room. I do not think that is going to work. No, that will not work. All right, Pat. Well, there's so much. There's so much logistics that are going to go into. I'm just looking at these charts. There's so much logistics that are going into these reopenings and, you know, plus side of it is things are reopening. Capacities are getting bigger. People are getting vax and wax. Mixed messages are happening. They don't need to happen. You know, once, once Cuomo gets this, this six foot long Italian sub. Right. Toppings TBD. Right. I think that's going to do it. I think that's really going to send a message. He's going to have And it could just to... clear things up for him. Like you said, maybe he misinter- Maybe he's thinking six inches when he says six feet and the sandwich will clear it up. Mm-hmm. There is a possibility that he did make that honest mistake. I mean, I think that would be something that, you know, would be grounds for an immediate recall, possibly recall election if if the man is confusing six inch subs with six feet subs, but that may be what's going it's on. It's just we'll a see. dash. It's just like one little dash. Right, right. Right. Well we'll see we'll see what happens when the sandwich gets there. Yes. Yeah. But, but I think we did it. I we did it, definitely, Pat. So where can they find us? Where can they email us at the BO Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, like we said, let us know if you hear anything about a war with grandpa screening at a New York city movie theater. Cause we will go see it and we will clap. We'll pay homage to grandpa and his $21 million domestic cum so far. And of course, email us if you want to get in on helping us 
purchase this $100 minimum, $100 minimum, six inch, uh, sorry. See, even See, I did it. It even happens See, to you. It even happens to me. But we're, of course, buying a six foot sub to send to Governor Cuomo to let him know that you can't have six feet between people in a movie theater and still have a hundred percent capacity. Mm-hmm. And when he sees the Italian sub, maybe that'll become clear in his mind. So email us at the boys podcast at gmail.com. If you want to contribute to the six foot Italian sub. Otherwise there's nothing left to say except until next, next time we'll smell you at the box office. Nailed it.